Have you ever tried studying the Bible but just couldn't understand what you were reading? Did you ever wish that there was an easier way for you to improve your Bible study? Do you want to learn effective but easy and practical methods to study the Bible? If your answer to any of these questions is yes, then this exclusive masterclass is for you. Hi, my name is Joshua Fantado and I'm the founder of Becoming Christians Academy, the best online course for you if you want to become a faithful and zealous child of God. First of all, I want to welcome you to this free on-demand masterclass entitled The 4 Easy Steps to Effectively Study Your Bible. A lot of people believe that reading, studying, and understanding the Bible is complicated. It is something you should leave to the Bible scholars and experts. Some people have tried to read and comprehend the Bible but just couldn't grasp its true meaning. As a result, many simply raise their hands and say, I give up. Now, you don't have to be one of them. You can understand the Bible with the four steps that I will teach you today. I want to keep this method simple and easy to follow. So you can expect that you can do these steps even if you are just a babe in Christ. Of course, even if you are already an advanced learner of the Bible, you would still find the lessons I teach here to be super helpful. Now before we start with the main topic of our discussion today, we first need to establish the importance of Bible study. We will not have the right motivation and drive if we don't know why we are studying the Bible. So let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the Bible is the Word of God? I would say all of us would say yes, since you are here. If you believe that the Bible is the Word of God, have you already read it from cover to cover? If your answer is yes, then I congratulate you. You can consider that as one of the greatest achievements of your life. If you have not read the Bible yet in its entirety, I invite you to check out one of the best online courses we have here, Read Your Bible in 365 Days. This course will guide you to read the Bible in a systematic and effective manner. What's more, each day of reading comes with powerful and life-changing reflections that will help you better appreciate what you're reading. So if this interests you, consider enrolling in my Read Your Bible in 365 Days course. You'll find the link in the description section. Alright, so you believe that the Bible is the Word of God. And you have read it from cover to cover, or perhaps you have read a portion of it. Now, the next question I have for you is this. Do you study the Bible every day? There's a huge difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible. When you read the Bible, you simply read the words. You go through one chapter or verse, and that's it. However, when you study the Bible, you actually get your notebook and pen. You sit down and write notes. You intentionally digest every word, thought, and concept. That's Bible study. Now, how many of us really do this on a daily basis? I'm afraid only a few of us would say yes. And that's the main reason that a lot of Christians don't have the faith that really transforms them. They will say that they are followers of Christ, yet they don't see any fruit in their lives. Why? Because they don't even open their Bible and study it. 
You see, the Bible is a supernatural book. It is alive. It is powerful. We read in Hebrews 4 verse 12, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You can actually read and study the Bible so many times and yet you'll still discover new things each time. How many of you have said, Oh, that's something new? I have read this verse a lot of times before, but it is just now that I see that new perspective. That's how unique this book is. And it should not surprise you because this book isn't any ordinary book. It is a book breathed by God himself. We read in 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Inspiration here in Greek means God breathed. So the scripture came from the mouth of God, literally. Tell me if there's a book like the Bible. There's none. Can you find a book that was written thousands of years ago and yet it is still widely read today? Can you find a book that has changed the whole course of human history? Can you find a book that allows its readers to talk to the author anytime and anywhere? You see, there's nothing like the Bible. It doesn't just inform us, but it transforms us. However, the Bible will not automatically transform you. It can transform you if we allow it to be. And that transformation begins with reading and studying God's Word. The more you read and the more you study the Bible, the more you'll be transformed. All of us would agree that the Bible is the Word of God and it is the truth. Now, do you believe everything you read and see on social media? Do you believe everything you see on TV, hear on the radio, or read on the internet? Of course not. Yet, why do we spend more time on social media when we know it, it speaks with lies rather than on the Bible when we know it's the source of truth? Now, I'm not saying that we should stop using social media and internet or stop watching TV. What I'm saying is that we should not neglect Bible study. And let's make it a point that we regularly study God's Word. Alright, so hopefully, I have now convinced and persuaded you to take the next step to study the Word of God. However, there's one huge problem when it comes to Bible study. Not all of us know how to do it. Reading the Bible, it's kind of simple. But studying the Bible, it's more challenging. How can we actually get more from our Bible study? How can we learn from one single passage? That's what I want to discuss with you today in this masterclass. How do you actually study the Bible? How do you get the most in each session that you have with the Word of God? Now, there are different ways to study the Bible, but I distilled them into four easy steps. Now, just a disclaimer, okay? This is not the only way for you to study the Bible, but it's a great way for you to start learning what God wants to tell you. What I'm going to share with you are the same basic steps I take when studying God's Word. The method I'm about to teach you also only comes with four steps. Now, I didn't originally come up with these steps as I also learned them from other people 
who discover the joy of studying God's Word. So, the four steps are read, interpret, connect, and apply. For you to easily remember the steps, just use the acronym RICA. R for read, I for interpret, C for connect, and A for apply. Each of these steps comes with a simple question that you need to ask. Read, what does it say? Interpret, what does it mean? Connect, what are the other related verses? Apply, how can I apply this? For you to better understand these steps, let us see them in action. I randomly selected a Bible verse and I made sure I haven't studied that verse before. I used a random Bible generator and I got Matthew 11 verse 28 where it says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Remember, we are not simply reading, but we are going to study the Word of God. And it is crucial that you have your notebook and pen or any items you use in taking down notes. Now, let's go to the first step. Read. Ask yourself, what does it say? In this step, you simply write down the verse and copy it on your notes. I would assume that you have a preferred Bible translation. For me, it's the New King James Version. The first step involves comparing different Bible versions. Ideally, you should have a wide range of Bibles with various translations in your library. However, I know that most of us don't have that luxury. Thankfully, we live now in a digital age where we can find almost all Bible translations available online. If you have your physical Bibles, you can go ahead and use that for, for parallel Bible reading. However, if you don't have those, you can use www.biblehub.com. It's a website where you can easily compare various Bible versions with just a few clicks of a button. So let's go to Bible Hub. Once you're on the website, go to the search tab and type the Bible verse that we are going to study. In this case, type Matthew 11 verse 28. Then press enter on your keyboard or click on the magnifying glass icon. You'll then get a result where the website shows you several Bible translations. So we have here New International Version, New Living Translation, English Standard Version, Berean Standard Bible, and so on. I usually use New King James Version and this is the way it renders the verse. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Now, that's straightforward. But take a look at how the Aramaic Bible in plain English puts it. Come unto me, all of you who labor and are forced to bear burdens, and I shall give you rest. Forced to bear burdens? We don't see that in what we usually read in other more popular translations. Notice how Amplified Bible reads. Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. That gives us a clue that there is something going on in this verse. There is more to it than meets the eye. Now, if we only read New King James Version, New International Version, New Living Translation and others, we won't really know about this, don't we? As you can see, the first step instantly gives you a better insight into the deeper meaning of the verse. Let's go to our second step. 
interpret. In this step, the question we ask is, what does it mean? Now, this is where things get more interesting. In this step, we are going to study the important words in this verse one by one. In doing so, we need to look into the original word used to better understand this verse. Now, most of us are not Greek or Aramaic language experts, and thankfully, again, we don't have to because we have the Bible study tools available today. In particular, we are going to use the Interlinear Bible. I personally use a software called eSword, which instantly gives me the Greek or Hebrew word in a particular verse. You can go to www.esword.net and you can download the software for free. I'll just give you a quick look at how eSword works. If you hover over your mouse pointer through these numbers, it will instantly give you the Greek word if you're in the New Testament. Click on that and you have Strong's Dictionary and Thayer's Dictionary. However, if you don't have eSword, you can also go to www.biblestudytools.com. Once you're on their website, click on the three bars in the upper left corner. Click on that and then select Interlinear Bible. Once you're on that page, type in Matthew 11 verse 28. You then get a result that shows the Greek equivalent of the words in Matthew 11 verse 28. From there, let's study each of the important words in the verse we are studying. So, we are going to study the Greek words for labor, heavy laden, and rest. Matthew 11 verse 28 tells us that Jesus Christ, or properly known as Yahshua, invites us to come to Him. Now, who should come to Christ? The people who labor and heavily laden. Labor here came from the Greek word kopiao, which means to grow weary, tired, exhausted, with toil or burdens or grief. It also means to labor with wearisome effort, to toil. So the word kopiao is not just physical weariness. It also deals with grief, with mental anxiety, with mental burden. Next, let's take a look at the word heavy laden. The Greek word here is fortizo, which means to place a burden upon, to load. Metaphorically, it means to load one with a burden of rights and unwarranted precepts. Remember how the Amplified Bible rendered Matthew 11 verse 28? It says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. So this is the reason that the Amplified Bible added burden by religious rituals that provide no peace. Now, that's something new. Who among you knew that the word of heavy laden also means overburdened with ceremony? Now, we will go back to this Greek word later and take a deeper look into this aspect of Matthew 11 verse 28 as we go to the next step. For now, let's go to the Greek word of rest. The Greek word for rest is anapau. The meaning of this Greek word is to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength, to give rest, refresh, to give oneself rest, take rest, to keep quiet of calm and patient expectation. Second and third definition is kind of self-explanatory. I want to focus on the first definition. 
It says to cause or permit one to cease from labor and to recover strength. So this means that Yahshua gives us permission to rest. Personally, this is hugely important because I always want to work. I feel guilty when I don't have anything to do. However, this all changed when the Sabbath comes. I don't feel guilty when resting because you know why? Because God gives me permission to rest. What a beautiful command from God that every week we are given a day to physical rest and we don't even have to feel guilty about it because God has given us permission to do so. Now, let's go back to the Greek word for heavy laden. We know it's fortizo, which can also mean to be overburdened with ceremony. If we only focus on Matthew 11 verse 28, we won't really get the bigger picture. Thus, we need to go to other verses where fortizo is also used. This is where the third step comes in. Connect! What are the other related verses? In this step, we must look at other verses that could shed more light on our chosen verse. In this step, we should remember an important principle. Let the scripture interpret itself. So, in the third step, we must check where else is Fortizo used in the Bible. Thankfully, BibleStudyTools.com also help us with that. When you click the word laden, it would also tell us where it appears in the Bible. Scroll down a little bit and you'll see that Fortizo is only used twice in the Bible. One is in Matthew 11:28, which is what we already read, and the other is in Luke 11 verse 46. Let's read. And he said, Woe to you also, lawyers, for you load men with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Now, we are seeing that the Jews in Yahshua's days are heavily loaded with the burdens the Pharisees themselves created and put on the people. We know that the Pharisees created their own regulations, ceremonial rites, and traditions. The burdens of these Pharisees are so heavy that they are not just numerous, but they were also expensive. So you can just imagine the unnecessary burden that people bear at that time. This is the type of burden people experienced that Christ wanted them to take rest from. Now, step 3 doesn't stop there. You should also use cross-references. You can buy cross-reference books, but you can also use online tools. Let's go to www.openbible.info. Scroll down and click on cross-references. From there, type in Matthew 11 verse 28 and you should find all verses related to Matthew 11 verse 28. You can go through the result here and choose the ones that are most related. I found three verses that should be relevant to our study. The first one is John 7 verse 37. It says, On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. There's a word again, come to me. That's the same invitation we see in Matthew 11 verse 28, where we read, come to me. So this tells us that those who come to Christ are not just the tired and burdened, but also the people who are thirsty. Another verse is Isaiah 55 verse 1, 
It says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Now, Yahshua is offering us the living water that even if you don't have money, we can come to him to assuage our thirst. We don't need to pay for it. It is free. But we should come to God to receive that living water. Finally, John 6 verse 37 tells us, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. This is telling us that in order for us to come to Christ, the Father must first call us. Once we answer that call, we can then come to Yahshua, and once we do that, Christ will not cast us out. As you can see, using a cross-reference Bible tool can help us better understand any Bible verse, in this case, Matthew 11 verse 28. Finally, we go to the fourth step, which is apply. How can I apply this? We now go to the practical application of Matthew 11 verse 28. How does this verse apply to you and me? First off, it says, come to me. This tells us that in our relationship with God and His Son, we have a role to play. God calls us, but we must also answer that call. God can't force us to come to Him. We must willingly come to Him. It says we come to Yahshua when we are tired and we are heavy laden. Christ invites us to surrender everything to Him, including our tired bodies and minds and the burden that we bear. This burden can be our responsibility. This burden can be the weight of the sins we commit. We can come to God, repent, and release the heavy burden of sin that we carry. If you think about it, friends, it's so refreshing to release all those burdens before God. When we finally do that, releasing our burdens, Christ said that He will give us rest. If you need rest, you don't go to the world. You don't go to social media and rant. You don't go to your friends and get drunk. You don't go to nightclubs to numb your conscience, enjoy temporary pleasures. The Bible tells us to come to Yahshua and we will receive the true rest that only God can give. There you have it, dear friends and students, the deep meaning of Matthew 11 verse 28. So after unpacking this seemingly simple and familiar verse, what did we learn? Everyone who is tired and heavily laden with burden should come to Yahshua for rest. The invitation is there, but it is up to us to respond to that invitation. Labor is not just physical exhaustion, but also those who are mentally exhausted, grieved, and losing hope. Those who come to God in Yahshua are not just the tired, but also the people who thirst and hunger for righteousness and spiritual sustenance. In Yahshua's time, a lot of people were heavy laden with the ceremonial and ritualistic burden the religious leaders put on their people. When Yahshua gives us rest, it means that He gives us permission to rest, which allows us to rest with peace and no guilt. Wow, what a powerful way to study the Bible. You can go ahead and use the Rika method in studying other passages. I'm sure you'll have a much more enjoyable, profitable, and blessed time with the Word of God. Perhaps you want to get started. 
If so, you can use the Rika method with these passages. 1 Corinthians 7 verse 1 Now concerning the things of which you wrote to me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Really? Why would Paul say that man should not touch a woman? You can use the Rika method here. Another one, Genesis 2 verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Is it true that women are simply a helper to men? You can use the Rika method again. How about Isaiah 45 verse 7? I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Is it really true that God created evil? These are some of the verses that you can definitely study with the Rika method. Give it a try and I'm sure you'll learn more about each of these passages. So those are the four steps that you can use in your personal Bible study. Can you just see how effective these steps are? We just unpacked a single verse from the Bible. Who would have thought that a simple and short verse has a lot of meaning and application to it? Remember these four steps, Rika, read, interpret, connect, and apply. Now these are just the basic steps, but I believe this would already make a great impact on your Bible study. My sincerest hope, dear students and friends, is that we come to a deeper understanding of the Bible and that we can have a more profitable Bible study that we can and should do every day. Let me leave you with the last words of the Apostle Peter in his letter in 2 Peter 3 verse 18. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Master and Savior, Yeshua the Messiah. To Him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. Now, there are just so many things I want to teach you. That's why I want to invite you in joining one of our best courses, Read Your Bible in 365 Days. The Read Your Bible course will take you on a life-changing journey from Genesis to Revelation. The course comes with a 365-day reading guide plan that will help you know what to read each day of the program. The course is designed for you to start reading the Bible any day of the year, so you don't have to wait until January 1 to start. The most fantastic feature of this course is a daily, life-changing reflection. It summarizes the daily Bible verses and chapters assigned to you. Then it gives you the most important lessons to learn from them. So aside from the daily Bible verses to read, you get to learn their deep meaning. You gain a deeper and better understanding of some of the most difficult scripture and know how to apply the powerful lessons you learn from the Bible. You see, if there's only one book that you should read from cover to cover, it should be the Bible. It holds the key to eternal life. It introduces us to the supreme ruler of this vast universe. It helps us to know how to make the right decisions and live with fewer regrets. It's time that you take the Word of God seriously. Decide today to read the most important book of all time. And let me help you with that through our course, Read Your Bible in 365 Days. You can learn more by clicking on the link found in the description box. So, with that said, thank you so much for joining us today and I hope that you learned a lot from our free masterclass. 
I pray that you will have a deeper understanding and appreciation of the Bible, of the Word of God, through the four simple steps I have shared with you. If you have questions or comments, please feel free to contact me. And again, I'm Josh Fantado, Becoming Christians Academy, praying that the Almighty, the Most High God, Yahweh, will bless us with His love, truth, and grace. See you next time.